Nicki Minaj, and that's what's hot on the streets from Hot 97. Hot 97. WQHT, New York. Well, here's to making sure that your child always stands out during attendance. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are the proud parents of a new baby girl and the creators of a very Hollywood celebrity baby name. Are you ready for this one? According to the official birth certificate, their daughter's first name is North, as in full name Northwest. As in the direction you drive in to get to the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Northwest actually beat out the other options. Midwest, Southwest, sponsored by the airline, and Wild Wild West. I'm totally kidding. Now, the blogs who reported that the baby's name was Cadence were way, way off. But you can check out more details on Baby Northwest on the Miss Info blog. It's your Hot 97 News Update with Miss Info and Hot 97. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, Google+. We're going to be telling you a little bit more about that uh, celebrity guest co-host contest we're going to be doing with Google Plus here. I'm going to be looking for a guest co-host, preferably a high school or college student, to come up and help us do the show one day. You may be the lucky one. I'll give you details coming up. Also, follow me on Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. Now, today marks the beginning of Pride Week here in New York City, and most of you know, but it's a series of events that lead up to the Heritage of Pride Parade and many, many activities uh, leading through next Sunday. Gays, lesbians, bisexuals, and transgender people from all over the world are coming to the city. I've seen many people already, you know, many visitors already here, coming here to celebrate openly who they are. Now, over the past year, we've seen some some more openness in professional sports, like NBA player Jason Collins, who admitted that he's gay. But we've also seen some shocking examples of anti-gay bias attacks in lower Manhattan, in an area where gays have for many years felt that they could be open about their sexuality without a fear of having anybody attack them, but that hasn't been the case. So our question for you is, is it okay now to be gay? And I'm not making a judgment on this, I'm just saying, is it okay to be comfortable and open about who you are and what your sexual orientation is in all aspects of your life? If you're gay, do you feel you can be open about this, or do you feel you still need to hide it from certain family members, friends, maybe on the job, maybe in your neighborhood? If you're straight, do you think there's too much attention being given to gay issues like same-sex marriage and gay rights? And what about hip-hop? Where does this all fit in? Will we, be, will we be seeing an openly gay rapper in the next year with street credibility? You know they're out there, right. but I want to know if you think that that's going to be possible and we're going to see that. So give us a call at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up with a text at 75759. That's 75759. And remember, we're streaming this show live on hot97.com. So text your friends and family out of state. Let them know. Hey, tune in right now because this is a show you definitely don't want to miss. We have got a great panel for you. Um, joining us is Antoine Craigwell. He is a documentary filmmaker. He's also with the organization DPGM.org. That stands for Depressed... Black Gay Men. D- DB. I'm, I wrote, yeah, D- Depressed 
blackgaymen.org. And he has a documentary film that's out now, and you can see it this week called You Are Not Alone. Antoine, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks. Thanks, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also joining us is Michael Arsenault. Did I say it right? You got it. You got All it. All right. He is a writer for Ebony.com, has commentated and written about many cultural issues. Michael, thank you so much for being thank with us. Thank you for having me. And also joining us for the first time in the Hot 97 yeah, Street Soldier Studios, um, Chrissy Chrissy. She is an openly gay artist. She is has the same manager as Joelle Ortiz, Dennis Wynn. Shout to Dennis and Yo. shout to Joelle. She's from Brooklyn. Yep. She's going to be going on tour this fall with one of Cindy Lauper's artists. So Chrissy Chrissy, thank you so much for being with us. We thank you for it. having me. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Also with us is Vivian Billings. Um, she is a mother of, of a transgender uh, daughter. We're going to talk with her about that. And um, thank you, Vivian, for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And Caden, thank you very much for being with us. You're welcome. Okay, we appreciate it. Antoine, I want to start with you about this. The uh, As you look at Pride Week this week compared to last year and all of the things that have happened in the past year, what is your feeling? <coughs> Has there been progress or do you think there's a backlash? It's, uh, it's mixed blessings is what I would call it. Um, there have been improvements there have been steps at the federal and the state levels. But just this, this past week, for example, in New York State Senate, they didn't pass the gender bill. And gender is for Gender Non-Discrimination Act, which, then, which is something in New York State that says that if you're transgender, you could be fired or you could be discriminated against from housing. So even though there are steps, there are things that are being done, there are we're taking like sometimes one or two steps backward. Um, the, 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 you know, the, the situations, the stuff that happened with Mark Carson, who was shot, right coming right after um, Jason Collins coming out. Um, the last show I was on here, we had two exactly opposing views of a mother talking about her son committing suicide because he was afraid of, you know, to come out to her but then we also had Ramon coming on the f- on, 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 on the show and talking about how he would what he would do with his son if his son says he's gay so there is I would say it's a sense of mixed blessing and one of the thoughts that I had while I was doing a private screening last night um, at, a, at, at a friend's house was that the rise of LGBT issues it's could be equated to the rights or the rise of feminism where we've these We've always existed. LGBT women have always existed. But now there is a more movement towards accepting and recognizing um, LGBT rights. And towards being open. Michael Arsenault, you you watch the culture, you comment on the culture, you probably see more films, TV, and those those types of uh, entertainment things than, we, than any of us see. What do you think as you, as you look around at what's out there? Are gays being portrayed accurately? In terms of pop culture, I'm not exactly thrilled about what I'm saying but I think there's some there's some progress I think in terms of like gay black men there's really very much a dearth there we don't really have varied images and even in the case of that Bravo show Fashion Queens where it's essentially men on film but with a fashion spin they're not even in charge of their shtick it's a woman who is ahead of the show and in many ways you see so much of gay slang now and popular culture but we're not the faces you don't see us so i think in some ways we've progressed but we we still have a ways to go i actually want to see us more in pop culture i want to see us on tv and in music and i'm still not seeing that 
to the degree I think that we deserve. All right, we're going to talk about that too. And uh, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Give us a call. Do you feel, if you're gay, do you feel that you have to hide who you are or what you are? And if you're straight, do you think there's too much emphasis on gay rights issues or do you think it's fine give us a call 1-800-223-9797 and what about hip-hop is that going to be like the final frontier 1-800-223-9797 hit us up with a text at 75759 that's 75759 um chrissy chrissy recording artist yeah what's it been like for you how long have you been in the game i mean i've been singing my whole life but in the game itself i've been about two years now and uh, it's been amazing it's been awesome um, I was found in a karaoke bar, just as I am, <laughs> with a hat. You were wait, you were discovered in a karaoke bar. Yeah, I was getting over a breakup. My partner There's still hope. <laughs> there is. <laughs> Go to your local karaoke bar. My partner left me at the time. She left me in an apartment with couches. And uh, what do everybody do? Any type of sexuality after a breakup, you go to your bar. And you drink. Right. So I went to a bar and I drank. And I was singing Melissa Etheridge like the way I do. I was crying my eyes out like a dweeb. Everybody was going crazy. And then this guy comes up to me and pulls me at my shoulder. and was like, hey, you like to sing? And I was like, duh. Crying and everything. And uh, and he's like, yeah, well, here's my email. And I thought it was just any other guy. And it doesn't matter to me. I give him my pearly white smile. I'm like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. He ain't going nowhere. Like, I'm not going to hit him up. But then I had nothing to lose. So I hit him up. And then ever since then... I found some, I mean, I've had a lot of people who wanted my, you know, my talent, I guess you could say, but wanted to change me up. And it's hard. Like, I don't want to dress in a dress. I mean, I can. It looks nice, but it's not me. And Dennis just took me in and was like, I love you how you are. Let's get it. And this brand that he created um, is winning. And like, I don't have to proclaim what I am. I mean, obviously, I walk through the streets and you could probably tell that I am gay. But um, for me, my audience is... That's a word. My audience, <laughs> yeah, loves of course, me. your listeners and people. Yeah. I mean, you, you wouldn't even have gotten this far if you didn't have people it, listening to you and following exactly. you and feeling what you're doing with your music. Yeah, and that's and I think that people see when you're genuine and you're confident in who you are and how you conduct yourself. You're not setting yourself aside as something as a minority. You're setting yourself aside as an equal, which is how I carry myself. I don't care if you don't like tattoos. I'm going to have them anyway. I don't care if you don't think I need to wear my hat backwards. I'm still going to wear it. Glasses, I am who I am. And if my parents and my dad, rest in peace, accepts me for who I am, then I don't care about anybody else. And I think the world sees that and accepts it. And that's all I got to say. All right, Chrissy, Chrissy, we're going to hear a little bit of that music. No too. problem. Uh, I, love that, I love that story about the breakup and then you go. <laughs> yeah, you, everybody does that. Come on. You get yourself a Grey Goose and Cranberry and call it a night. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. V- Vivian, tell us, about, tell us about your family here and, w- and what's been going on with you. Um, with my family, pretty much everybody saw our story on Beach. One's the gossip game. Um, I am the mother to Caden. Caden was born a female. And um, initially the conversation at around the age of 14 or 15 was, Mom, I'm gay, which I was cool with, you know, so that didn't bother me one way or another. But I think the um, conversation didn't change until about 18, 18 when it was, Mom, I I, want to be a guy, which was a little difficult for me, you know, because as a mother, when you give birth, you know, you see a, a, a daughter 
So it's like learning your child all over again. So that was, you know, what my experience was. Did you feel when Caden was growing up at, at certain at certain points, did you feel like, you know, when, when girls are interested in guys and girls are interested in clothes and, you know, th- those type of things that are stereotypical but happen to be true for a lot of us? It's like, did you at a certain point, was was Caden not interested in those? Well, I will say this. There's, there's no little thing you can nitpick at there's always something you know at the time she was not interested in skirts or pink or dolls like she was rough you know but like what you would call a tomboy like a tomboy you know and I had my son also you know and she was following behind him so I just thought it was you know brother sister thing right and that it was something she would grow out of you know what I but you know she didn't (laughs) so that's that's so, so, Caden, tell us what, how were you feeling when you, when you, like, when did you know you, I mean, I don't even know how to talk about this. When did you know that you wanted to be a man? I mean, I kind of always knew, but I didn't know how to go about it. So I figured, you know, AG and dressing like a guy was the route. And then I did my research and found that I can go on hormones. So I went about that. So how old are you now? I'm 19. You're 19. Okay, so you you identify totally as a man. Yes, ma'am. So when so how do you when we we talk about transgender, what does that what does that mean? You're changing your identity to physically also or just in terms of outward appearance? Uh physical appearance to match my inner mind, so to speak. So trying to align all of those things. Yeah. Surgery does that mean surgery? Does that mean hormones? That will be coming up real soon hopefully, but I'm on hormones already. To change your whole, yeah. To change your whole makeup, yeah. So does it, like, how did you know that this is what you wanted to be? YouTube videos, watching everybody else transition and being happy for them, and wondering why I'm so miserable. But then I decided maybe I need to take it, and I once I took my first shot, I was happy. You were miserable as a as a girl. Hell yeah. <laughs> and and what did that what did that feel like? People are looking at you as a girl, but you feel like you're a man. Um, it feels like I didn't really get the respect that I wanted because you can't really have somebody address you or identify you with the pronouns of he and him and you still don't pass as a guy. It takes time, right? Yeah. So what's the how how should you be referred to as a as a man, right? Yeah. As he. Yeah. But like your mother said, as when when he was she. Mm-hmm. That's is that okay to say? I mean, she messes up here and there. I mean, everybody does. I, I correct it, and then they say sorry, and I say okay. But if you make a big show out of it when you're messing up, that's embarrassing. Well, are you so you're you're gonna go down the road? You're gonna go through surgery? Yes. To remove <laughs> everything, everything, even internally. Like I mean, as a woman, our ability to have a baby, like all oh, that. Hysterectomy, yes. Yeah, hysterectomy. Oh yeah. You're going through all that. Yes. Wow, that's a big. <laughs> big step that's a very very big step I'm excited. but do you, do you feel better now yeah i haven't been sad since i don't even know the last time i cried was when our scene happened before that i can't even really remember it was probably before i was on hormones vivian what about that in terms of in terms of the changes in him as as a child when when she at the time she was a she a teenager she was very depressed like i took her to counseling and I I didn't know what was wrong with her, you know. So as a mother, it was a struggle because it's like you want to make your child happy. You don't know what's wrong. 
All right, we'll give we'll get we'll give you a minute there. I know it was a lot for you, and I really appreciate you coming on coming on the show and and, and being so open about this and helping us understand this. And I I appreciate your courage. Sorry, don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll take a moment here. We'll take a, we'll take a phone call. Let's go to um, Noel from Newark. Noel, hi, you're on Hot ninety seven. Yeah, Noel, how you doing? what's going on? No, I'm trying to figure out. It ain't fair, man. That's not cool to be able to just you go around and get a meal, two men sitting next to you kissing. I'm not saying it's wrong that with the, if you born who you are, you born who you are. You can't. I can't say no. But at the same time, you got to put shade on that a little bit. It's not cool for me to get on a train and see a man with a miniskirt on. I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's fair nor right. But then, I, and, and then my mouth is, is held shut because I can't say nothing to him. Because if I say something to him, I'm bashing now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. But now nah, I'm not doing it wrong. I'm telling a grown man, don't be showing my kid no, 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 no craziness. So I don't, I don't think it's, it's right. Anybody want to jump in on that? Oh, yeah. Right well, oh, oh, please go. You have to, I mean, if you don't want to see that on public transit, get a car. And as I do. As, like, I own, actually, I own about, three. I own three cars. Like, explain to your right. children. I right. mean, there are a lot of things in this world that your child is going to see. It's best to just explain it to them the best way that you can in that moment and move on. And move on. That. So it's just supposed to be just that. Just, just let you just run around the street and just slaw like, like crazy. And I'm supposed to explain to my child now. After, let, me, let me get you right. I have nieces and nephews. I don't have any kids. I do. I, I have. I work for townships and I have. I have vehicles and stuff like that. So don't try to put me as no poop. Well, let's get okay, that right. Okay. Okay. Oh. No. Okay. Noel. So, Vivian, did you want to respond to that? Yeah. You know, no, unfortunately. Uh, uh, all right, Noel. Noel, let her respond, please. Uh, uh, pardon me. Uh, unfortunately, sir, you can't control what other people decide to wear and you know how they decide to go on public transportation unfortunately that's just a part of life so if you ever encounter a situation like that the only thing you can do is try to explain to the child who might be asking questions about why that's a man in a skirt try to you know be you know try to educate the child about what life is, this is what you have to experience, unfortunately, when you go on the train and move on. I don't think it's a situation where we have to down someone else because of their life choices just to make someone else happy and comfortable. All right, Noel, thank you very much. I, I got I to move on here. 1-800-223-9797. We're talking about Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. This is the beginning of Pride Week. We're talking about LGBT issues, what it's like to be gay today. Is it okay? Do you feel you can be open, or do you feel the whole focus on gay issue issues has gone too you know gone too far what do you think about that 1-800-223-9797 and what about these attacks these bias attacks that have been happening we should be concerned about those right 1-800-223-9797 hit us up with a text at 75759 that's 75759 let's go to uh let's go to michael from the bronx right now michael hi you're on hot 97 go right ahead good morning lisa good morning everybody you know, I'm sorry, but I gotta say, it's it's uh, previous calls like that that really have me upset. You know, we are all people, and the thing is, is that I'm yes, I'm married, I'm a heterosexual, but doggone it, I can empathize with the gays because I'm a black man. I've seen, I've experienced discrimination, and if we are a nation, we're supposed to be equal rights. Um, truth and justice and equal accountability, just like what you said, Lisa, about the bias attacks that's been going on. It's been going on against gays. It's been going against blacks to this day as well. You know, this is the kind of stuff that should not be 
happening. We really shouldn't have to have this kind of discussion if people learn to respect the rights of others and learn to love one another. That's the key emphasis. And if somebody's worried about two guys kissing on a train or anything like that, hey, let's face it, we're, on, we're riding the train, and we can see a male and a female kissing and groping or whatever. Right, right. You know, you can't shield yourself from that. Just ignore it. Come on, people. Learn to love one another, for heaven's sake. All right. Thank you very much for the call. I really appreciate that. Hit us up with a text, 75759. That's 75759. Let's go to, um, let's go to Chuck from Queens. Chuck, hi. You're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yo, what's going on and all that? I what's going on? All right. How um, are you? I'm good. Um, I got a little comment to make about the gay situation and all that. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really approve of of a person being gay. Cause as a man, I think that's nasty. I mean, cause if you read the Bible and all that, God talk about how He destroyed the land of Sodom and Gomorrah for that for that stuff. I mean, how can a gay person teach a child that's coming up in the world? Let me tell you I, something, man. Can can I just inter- interject how, real quick? Hold on. How can a gay man teach another boy? how to be a man when he himself is led astray. How can he teach another little boy coming up in the world how to be a man? Well, you know what I'm saying? All right, Chuck, everybody wants yeah. to comment on what you say. I think we, I think we get the point. Chrissy, Chrissy? Well, I'm just going to say something. Obviously, I'm not a man, uh, a, a, a gay man, <laughs> but um, I am a gay girl, and I, I just want to say something. I was a pastor's kid. How about that? And um, not, we ain't going to go into the Bible stuff, but um, I know my word. And I mean, I mean, let, let me finish. Wait, Chuck. Conversation happened. I'm going inter- to have to introduce you to Mr. Hangup if you don't let her. Thank you. I, you're going inter- to get introduced to Mr. Hangup if you don't let her speak. Crazy, crazy. Listen, I heard your point, sir, and I'm getting it. I was a pastor's kid, and ultimately, what that book says is that love is love. So your opinion really doesn't matter in anybody, to anybody, because your opinion is yourself, is yours. So keep it. You know, if that's yours, keep it to yourself. Talk amongst people who agree with it, but don't come slandering other people because obviously, that's I think one of the commandments. So if you're so about the Bible, if you're so about that book, my man, read it and understand it and don't reason it to things that apply to you. All right. So why don't you go back into that book and figure out that love is love and you shouldn't be prejudiced against anybody. And my man, to me, your opinion doesn't matter. And I'm going to let it go to somebody who could talk about being a gay man in society. Michael, the the thing that annoys me when people bring up the Bible is that the Sodom and Gomorrah story is not necessarily about just purely homosexuality and this is what bothers me a lot of time with people who are biblical literalists of convenience like I always tell people who, who struggle with their sexuality in terms of like religion to watch a documentary called For the Bible Tells Me So and it breaks down what those verses actually mean they were very much written in the idioms of their time it's not meant to be interpreted that way because right. technically when a woman is on a period I can't touch her she's dirty if a child is disobedient I can sell him into slavery if you can I, if on Sunday I can kill you because that's a punishable by death right. nobody pays attention to those verses anymore but you want me to quote these quaint references that talked about a gay act in terms of like a pagan ritual and that means I can't alright Chuck real quick songs. I'll give you a chance hold on, to hold on. God me Adam and Eve not Adam and Steve oh my god oh, okay. so I think original. I saw it on a bumper that's sticker so somewhere <laughs> Woman on his earth Hang for a purpose. God put man on his earth for a purpose to re- to replenish the earth for kids. Okay, and then that's man, women's man, only purpose. All right, right, Chuck. Now, I, Chuck, I, mean, I gotta go. All right, Chuck. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for calling. I think you made. I think you made your. I think you made your point. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to Ramel. For hey, we want to hear everybody's point of view. Let's go to Ramel from Queens right now. Hey, Ramel. 
Hi, hello. Hi, Ramel. We can put you on, but you've got to quickly turn your radio down in the background. Okay. Yes. I think that in America we may have um, freedom of choice, which we do have, but I think what people fail to realize that being gay is not a choice. And people think that, oh, they choose to be this way for this lifestyle, but um, it's not necessarily true because why pick a difficult path if you really don't have to? And I think in today's times that there definitely is a lot of progression as far as making marriages legal for gays in certain states, but there definitely needs to be a lot of improvement, especially with the recent hate crimes that I'm seeing in the news. That have been that have been and happening, Ramel, some some very, very good points. Vivian, let me ask you this, because people are people know you from the gossip game. We see you on TV. To, to go through this and have people know, and, and again, I, I admire your courage in coming on with your son to speak about this and help us understand this, but what kind of comments have, have you been getting from people? Have you been getting a lot of support? Have you been getting... You know, what kind of reaction? I, I have to say my experience has been extremely positive. I have parents approaching me at carnivals like, I just want to stop you and thank you. Or, you know, they want to talk to me about their gay child and they really don't know, you know, how to handle it or be supportive. I really don't have any advice to give as far as that other than to be supportive to your child. And just love your child. Love your child because the last thing a mother, you know, a good mother wants to do is see her child miserable. No, Nobody wants that. What about this issue that one of the callers just raised about there, there's this perception that being gay is a choice, that it's a lifestyle. Like, okay. I want to live in Florida. I want to be gay. I want to do, you know, I want to change my, the way I look or change my hair or something like that. Antoine, what about that? That's a, that's a huge problem because um, how could you, some people think that being gay is like the clothes that you wear. You can take it off today and you can change your mind. Um, there are biological studies. There are studies that actually show that, you know, like Kinsey, Alfred Kinsey, who talked about the whole spectrum of sexuality. And in that spectrum of human sexuality, being gay is part of that spectrum. So you can go from being male to being female, and you've got the whole range of different kinds of sexuality in between. Um, Take, for example, I'm going to jump all the way to India. And among the Hindus, there is a a, a group of people who are are accepted, the hijera, and they are part of their of the Indian caste system, part of the Indian culture. There are gods who are devoted to the Indians, you know, to this particular, there are women who are transgender or intersex. So it's along the whole spectrum of sexuality is where LGBT people fit in. And I think religion has a very strong part to play in this because religion has created this binary system of male and female that excludes everybody else. And so when, when we can come to an understanding and help those religious people, the the conservatives, to accept that, well, along the spectrum, there are a lot of other people, then we can move more along the way to acceptance. All right, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We're talking about Pride. This is the beginning of Pride Week, where the LGBT community celebrates and it's going to be going on all this week, culminating next weekend in a whole series of events as well as the parade. You're, we want to take your telephone calls, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Do you feel it is okay to be openly gay? Do you feel that there's a gay backlash? Or do you feel that gays have gone too far in trying to push who they are onto other people and make it 
too flagrant. That's what some people say. 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up with a text at 75759. And let me remind you that Hot 97's in-studio series with Angie Martinez featuring Wale, an exclusive interview and listening session for his new album, The Gifted, before it goes on sale. Tune in Monday. That's tomorrow at 6 p.m. To listen live or log on to Hot97.com Monday at 6 p.m. for the live video stream. You're listening to Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. So this is how we going to do it. Hot 97's Drake live in concert weekend. Turn up your radio right now. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Drake, Miguel, and Future all taking over the Prudential Center in Jersey and the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, October 27th and 28th. New York City, New Jersey, I always hold you down. Long as my love. You know Hot 97 is the first station to hook you up with these tickets. Keep it on Hot 97 this weekend and win your passes. Bob, Black Sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir. No, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaining system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Hey, are you all set for your fishing trip? Mm-hmm. Did you pack the beer? Um... Wait, is that some twisted tea I see in the back of the car? Come on, twisted tea. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> twisted tea, realized tea taste with a kick. I don't know, one of the guys must have snuck it in there. Oh, come on. <laughs> I bet you're craving the realized tea taste of twisted tea. I know. It's so refreshing. It is. It's so smooth. It's pretty smooth. But if you want me to take it out... Uh, hold on to it. Uh, we might have one or, or several. <laughs> Twisted tea. Realize tea taste with a cake. Twisted tea brewing company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. Hey, it's your boy DJ Enough. And did you know there are 1.2 million people living in the United States with HIV? 250,000 are unaware of their infection and are unknowingly responsible for up to 75% of new infections. Knowing your HIV status is something everyone should know, and now it's easier than ever with the first in-home oral HIV test called OraQuick. The same test that doctors and healthcare professionals have used for nearly a decade is now available over-the-counter at more than 30,000 retail outlets nationwide, including CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, and Walmart. I wish this was around when I was growing up. Knowing your HIV status and the comfort and privacy of your own home with AuraQuick, that's something that would have probably changed a lot of people's lives earlier. There's no prescription needed. It is a painless oral swab, no needles or blood, and you can know your HIV results in only 20 minutes. Damn, I wish this was around. For more information, go to AuraQuick.com. Don't wait. Stop by your local pharmacy and make knowing your thing today. Right now at the Home Depot, get your choice of a GE or a Maytag washer for just $399 each during the red, white, and blue savings event. It's the perfect time to make a clean break from your old washing machine and upgrade with these trusted brands. For a limited time, get a GE or Maytag washer for just $399 each during the red, white, and blue savings event. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid through July 10th, U.S. only. See store for details. More with less. More with Sound less. familiar? More This with is what less. many IT managers hear every day. The IBM System X3650 M4 Express server with Intel Xeon says do more for less. It's easy to manage, designed to deliver 84% greater performance, and can handle as many workloads as 25 prior generation IBM systems, all at an affordable price. Like how that sounds? Learn more at ibm.com slash more for less. 
X Games champion Travis Pastrana has leaped from an airplane without a parachute. He once jumped his rally car 269 feet onto a barge. But his latest feat? Travis races his 650 horsepower Roush Fenway stock car using a racing formulation of Valvoline motor oil with next-gen technology. Made with 50% recycled oil, Valvoline next-gen is specially designed for today's hotter running engines. Looks like recycling just got badass. To see more from Travis and Valvoline next-gen, go to youtube.com slash Valvoline. State Farm, this is Kristen. Wow, it's 3 a.m. You guys really are always there for me 24-7. That's like better than my mother. Better than who? Uh, Mom, get off the phone. Where was this person when you needed your diapers changed, huh? Uh, maybe I should go. No, Kristen, please stay. Mom, please get off the phone! Or when you needed to be tucked in bed till you were 15 years old. Uh, okay, Kristen, I'll call you back. State Farm is there for you 24-7, like no one else. Get to a better state. Call 1-800-STATE-FARM today. School's out, summer fashion. Blowout! Farm on me! Yeah, we got 20,000 dozen fashion tops and summer tees. Eight for ten bucks. But now, Foreman Mills is really turning up the heat. With adult swimwear for six bucks. And kids swimwear for four bucks. Truckloads of just arrived fashion tanks. V-necks graphic tees. Camo shorts. Cargo shorts. Two for ten bucks. Three-pack underwear. Six-pack socks. Three-packs. Ten bucks. And just in time for camp. Athletic footwear. Eight bucks. So now, come stretch those bills. Farm on me! NBA fans, get ready. NBA Draft 2013 presented by State Farm will take place at Barclays Center on Thursday, June 27th. Who will be the first pick at the NBA Draft? Be there live to find out as we watch the top collegiate and international prospects begin their journey to become the next class of NBA stars. Tickets start at just $20 and are on sale now. Visit Ticketmaster.com or Barclays Center box office to score yours. The NBA Draft 2013 live at Barclays Center on June 27th. Don't miss it. Tickets on sale now. Get yours today. Are you at risk for diabetes? If you are overweight or obese, you may be at risk. Don't become another statistic. To learn more about diabetes and what you can do to prevent it, call 311 or visit nyc.gov and search diabetes. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Take my tips in a can Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Postcards from every place That I've been Unfamiliar faces Now I'm friends I'm living The dream I dream City to city Where the nights don't And that's Dream by Chrissy. Chrissy off her album Above All, and she joins us in studio. We're talking about gay pride. It is Pride Week, the LGBT community coming together, but we're taking a look at this from all different issues and from all different sides. What does it mean to be gay? Is it okay now? Or do people feel uncomfortable about that? 
other people feel like there's too much emphasis on it. Um, give us a call at 1-800-223-9797. And uh, if you want us to read your comment on the air, hit us up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, or at Street underscore Soldiers. That's at Lisa Evers, or at Street underscore Soldiers. Joining us is Antoine Craigwell. He's a documentary filmmaker. His film, You Are Not Alone, is going to be shown this week, Wednesday. Where, Antoine? At the Schomburg in New York City. At the Schomburg Center, 135th Street and Lenox Avenue. And he's also with dbgm.org, Depressed Black Gay Men. Also joining us is Michael Arsenault. He's a writer for Ebony.com. Chrissy Chrissy, you just heard her joint Dream Offer Above All album. And also with us is Vivian Billings. You've seen her on The Gossip Game. She's here with her son, Caden, talking about transgender issues and, you know, what parents go through. And, of course, your telephone calls at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. And let's go right now to uh, Darnell. Darnell? How are you guys doing this morning? All right. How are you? I'm doing great. I just want to say I'm on my way to take my son and my wife fishing. And as I'm just listening to the show, once I want to first put out that I'm not opinionated by any means. People have the right to do what they want to. But as I am in the, in the public eye with sports, I have to be mindful of the messages that I put out because these things are so easily influenced. And if I am an athlete, I put tattoos on or call women a certain name or act a certain way, the youth are going to pick up on it. So when you are speaking on you know church terms and things of that nature, if somebody said, hey, there's a deacon and he's committing adultery, then everyone's thinking some way, should before they're going to set up a, a, a idea that they can do, do those same things. Now, you know, there's a lot of biblical terms as far as you know, homosexuality goes, and like I said, I'm not the person who decides in the end. It's for, by God. And I think just we need to be mindful of the whole pride term, you know, where pride in the Bible is, you know, usually a man's downfall. So I, I commend the people who can come out but I want to say that you need to be watchful of the message that you do, you know, lay out there because there are some youth saying, okay, well, maybe, you know, this is okay, or maybe it's not. And it's not for any of us to say, but God. So you, are you saying you think that, that it can be encouraging youth to become gay? I think, I think it can be encouraging youth to become gay when you ultimately, you know, when you talk about, well, I'm not to talk about the lady who was on it, but she said, you know, I was a pastor's daughter, right. you know. I um, and I now now I'm walking this walk. You know, everybody is in, a different individual, and for a man who rapes women, he has to deal with things in his own right. And I'm just saying, we need to be mindful of the messages that we put out there with a society that is so easily influenced by social media. Everything they see on the internet is true, and I think that we want to, you know, cultivate a society that is based on you know, man and women producing youth. Well, my young son, I'm gonna teach him the ways of a man. And I think it gets skewed when you are dating another man trying to raise a child or dating another woman trying to raise a child. Darnell, you used to play for the New York Giants? Yes, ma'am. And then what do you, what about the attitude in professional sports towards gays? I think I think that, you know, some guys in their own life have the right to do what they want to, but in a, in a locker room society, you want a family concept. When I think of family, I think of the concept, forget about me, I love you. And you can't totally be the body in when you're thinking is this guy you know, across from me, looking at me in a certain light, you know, and I, I just think it, I think what it does with our society now, it's not like, you know, 20, 30 years ago when it wasn't social media. Everybody got a Twitter, a blog, and this and that, and their stories won't be about, hey, you guys just won by three points over the San Francisco 49ers. It's about, hey, how do you feel about so-and-so, such-and-such, 
in his sexual preference. And I think that's where the society is going with all this homosexuality stuff. So I don't go around saying I love my wife. We, you know, have intercourse five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a week. You know, it it is it is our you know personal thing that we do, and I don't think it needs to be splashed out there to get people to try to make it. Okay. It's almost like people are trying to make it okay. You know, All right, Darnell. Everybody, everybody wants to get in on this. Thank you, thank you very much for the call, Michael. That was a lot, and that was really a polite way of calling me a sexual deviant, which is a very old stereotype about gay people. I'm not a sexual deviant. I'm not a pervert. I'm a gay man. Me being who I am has no bearing on what anybody else does. It's not contagious. And as far as the the idea that if he has a gay teammate or something, that becomes the story. The in the web savvy 24-hour news network throughout everybody's invasive about something else they would be asking him about his girlfriend if he was dating somebody else that that's just the way it or, is or look at it in boston what's been happening right it just right? that With has nothing to do with anything i just want to jump in here and ask uh, darnell oh we lost Darnell. okay if his son was to say to him he was gay how would he react what would he do i think the whole construction of acceptance begins halfway not just with the individual but with the individual's parents yeah. So if a young boy comes to you, come to his mother or his father and says, you know, I think I'm gay or I think I like somebody of the same sex. If that child gets that acceptance, then that child is much more able to adjust and deal with society. And, and we don't, we don't see a situation like a Tyler Clementi where you have a teenager. But not just a Tyler Clementi. I mean, you've got a whole series of black young men who have committed suicide because they didn't find acceptance. Um, we've got right in the studio here this morning, we've got Vivian and, and, and her son and Caden. If when Caden said to Vivian, mom, I like girls or mom, I'm gay. And the mother said, well, I don't want any of that in this house. You, you know, you have to conform. Then, then Caden is going to descend into a state of depression. Next thing you know, Caden's going to be doing drugs. Next thing you know, Caden's going to be like... Out on the street. Maybe out, maybe out of the, exactly. even out of the street. I mean, it doesn't you understand? go... Yeah, I, I could only speak for myself because um, that's the only person I could speak for, obviously. And I was raised, I'm five out of six kids. I'm the fifth, I'm the baby girl. My dad was a pastor. My mom was a pastor's wife. My father had a church in California. He was the main pastor. My adult three sisters used to sing in the choir. We are all very talented family. You can call us the Osmonds, it's fine. You know, we used to have our own little choir, our own little thing. My dad raised us in the church, Bible study every Sunday. I know that book. I enjoy reading the book. But there's a point the only thing I could tell you is when I was born, I was born a girl. For me, I was born a girl. I enjoyed sitting next to a certain somebody in fifth grade. I can't sit here and, and, and when I was five, I can't sit here and say I had feelings towards that girl. All I knew is that my mannerisms was always to be attached to this one girl. And when I grew up in the church, in the choir, singing and, and being in every video and spreading the love of God, I knew that I was different. I knew that I was different, which is where... People started calling me demonic because I wasn't doing the norm of what a girl should do. And it becomes suicidal thoughts start coming into your head. And you have to come to a point where you say, Mom, Dad, I'm different. There's something wrong with me. Quote, there's something wrong with me. And it gets to your head where you could do everything right society-wise. You could graduate straight A's, have a job at 17. My dad started falling ill, taking care of my dad, taking care of my little brother, being that person that cooks But if cleans. you can't talk to your family, your parents, about who you are. Right. At this most, and at a critical point in your life and right. in your development. But, but the man said, you know, you have to learn to raise your children well, a man raising a daughter. My dad looked at me and looked at me with love and said, no matter what, 
you're mine. You're my kid. And my mom, I, I, I wasn't able That's to. That's beautiful. I wasn't able to live in my house at 17. I had to leave because I came out and I didn't know which way I needed to come out. I mean, I wasn't perverted. I wasn't groping girls left and right. I didn't know. I just know in my own skin, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't want to be next to a guy. I wanted to be near a girl. And so I left at 17 and I had a $6 job and I worked my way up and I went through school until my mom was like, you're my daughter. Come back home. Come back home. But by then also, too, you felt you'd had a chance to establish yourself. Vivian, you yeah. wanted to say something about this. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with not only love and support, but also with education because you don't have little ones also. So when they see who used to be their sister, who now they have to refer to as their brother, it's something that they question because they're only eight and five. So I, I think it's about just being aware and making your children aware that when you become an adult, you have a choice and it's your life. And if this is what you like, fine. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just think, you know, because Darnell was saying, you know, what do you tell your kids? They're, it's easy, they're easily influenced, but not if you educate them. You know what I'm saying? I think when you become an adult, and I, ex I explain that to my kids all the time, you do what you want to do as an adult. And when you're little, be little, enjoy your, your, your childhood. Don't worry about adult issues until that time that that's just how i go about okay, my just household. jump in michael i just wanted to quickly add i notice a pattern with a lot of people calling in they're saying think of the children think of the children it's not about children children are way more accepting than we give them credit for it right. the common thing with a lot of these people is that it's them they have an issue with it they don't want to confront it they well, don't what's the issue it. like why why do they, they get upset an, if, so, if they see somebody else who's gay if they have not an gay. issue with gay people it's all of this nicely coded way of saying i don't like gay people i'm not comfortable and i find it interesting when black people are calling in telling me that my my existence is about is bothering them and they cite the bible when you could i mean it wasn't but a few decades ago the same thing was used against you for all you bible thumpers google the curse of ham and see how that was used against you not too long ago to justify why white Slavery. people right like plus you. you plus i don't think you can take those you know i don't you, but no, so, that's what I'm biblical like scholars say you're not supposed to be taking those stories literally it's, right. it's the message and it's it's the lesson well, but you told that to the evangelicals Tell that to the evangelicals and, and all the all the Bible thumping the, and the storefront pastors who still continue to beat people over the head with a literal translation of the Bible. They don't see the Bible as a as an evolving. They don't see the Bible as as the story of people of culture that has evolved over time. All right, let's we're, we're, we may have to do a show on that, but let's uh, we got so many telephone calls. Let's go through them quickly, and all my guests just jump in if you if you want to have a comment. We'll see if we can give uh, people a chance here to uh, to talk. Let's go to um, Andrew from Long Island. Andrew, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, it's Andre. Andre, Andre sorry. Okay. Yes. How are you? All right. How are uh, you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, interesting discussion. And I'll give it from my perspective. Is I have a son that I adopted, and my son is gay. But before I get into that, I'll say this. I'm not an advocate of violence towards anyone. Humanity is always first. If someone was to ever do something to my son because he was gay, they'd have a major problem. I have a nephew that's gay. Same thing. Uh, I've just raised them and tried to do my best to raise them as men. But what they choose to do, you know, in life, I don't agree with it, but I don't fight against it. I don't, uh, what I don't do is I, I don't promote it because Simply what I tell them, you know, if, if that's what you choose, it's fine, but I'm not going to promote it. I, I let them know, you know, I, I'm not promoting you being gay, but I can't stop you from being gay. I can't stop you. My son brings his gay friends over the house. I'm cool with that. I have gay friends. I know people that is gay, but 
Do I think it's right? There's a lot of things that are wrong or right, and we have to be able to so, accept them. Andre, thank you, thank you very much for the call. Um, 1-800-223-9797, at Lisa Evers, at Street underscore Soldiers. On Twitter, Production Supervisor Andrew Varis, what's going on with Twitter? Okay, we got uh, Don Poise. He sent us out a tweet saying that maybe at least uh, they could say that it's religiously wrong. It's supported, but it's way wrong, and, and it gives out the wrong idea. All right, so uh, 1-800-223-9797. Let's go to uh, Annie from Newark. Annie, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, I just wanted to say that I agree with the panel. Um, I think you should educate your children. I mean, even whether there is someone in the home or or a family member or whomever that is lesbian or gay or, or transgender or bi or whatever the case may be, you should educate your children. For example, my daughter, like she, she sees... Uh, two men kissing on television, she's like, why are they kissing their boys? And I explained to her, you know, that everyone has a different preference, and I think you, you should go for what makes you happy, and, and you should educate your children, because whether it's in the home or not, they're going to see it out in the world. And if you tell them that it's wrong, or you, you teach them that they shouldn't do it, or whatever the case may be, you're, you're pretty much teaching them hate, which is something that we should try to eliminate in order for you know, everyone to get along or, or, or for it to be a better world, so to say. All right, Annie, great point. Thank you so much for the call. We, we appreciate no it. No problem. Let's thank go, you. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Terrence from Harlem. Terrence, hi, you're on Hot 97. Terrence, did I not hit that? Wow, TJ. Hey, Terrence, you there? Oh, something's wrong with that button. Okay, let's go to DK from Brooklyn. D- Uh-oh. I'm hitting the buttons and the buttons aren't going. <laughs> Wait, that's my tennis arm. It's nope. not working. The phone calls aren't working. Oh boy, no. All right, something's something's going on with the uh, with the telephone button. So we have got DK, Terrence, Walter, Masika, Keisha, Tina, Marie, Rachel. A lot of people on hold, and we'll try to get to you, to your telephone calls. Um, what about this? But what about the issue? And a lot of the phone callers are saying there's a, there's several of them that are saying essentially the same thing, which is they don't have a problem. They don't have a problem with gays, but keep your personal life personal. Well, I think what that goes with anything. Anything that's personal, you keep it personal. Nobody's going to go shouting out, I'm straight, I'm straight, just like nobody's going to go shouting out, I'm gay, I'm gay. But straight people, of course, they're going to say, you shouldn't go out shouting you're gay because they don't got to deal with any BS that gay people got to deal with. Gay people don't have all their rights. So if you don't have all your rights, of course, you're going to go hard to get your rights. Straight people have their rights. You know, just like Michael said, you know, black people have been dealing with this BS for a long time. And now here we go. Now you're trying to do the same thing and bring it on to the new generation about people being gay. I think if you have something to say about it, your life isn't 100 percent. You probably got something going on. And that's probably why you're not so far, because you're focusing on on everybody else and their life instead of your life. Why do you think some people are some some men in particular, it seems, are very threatened by gay men? Straight men are threatened by gay men. Antoine. Because I think what happened is they have not come to terms with their own sexuality. They haven't come to terms with their own, with who they are as men. And I think, and I want to go back here and just kind of like look at something, is that the whole construction of a, for a man of who he is, he gets that help and acceptance of his sexuality, his maleness, from his mother. She helps to help him to form who he is. His parents, his father will help him with that too. And so, But, but why the mother more than the father? Because... 
I don't want to go into it right okay. now in, in the whole long, you know, form of evolution and, okay. and, and inherited and so forth. But I strongly believe that understanding male sexuality is intrinsic, is important to uh, um, moving this conversation along. Um, because you want to be able to see this. You want to be able to try and break down the stereotypes of masculinity. What is it to be male? What does it mean to be man? Or what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be female? Um, it's just a matter of breaking those down. I think it's misogyny, to be honest. I think for a, a lot of times with gay men, it's the idea that you want to be a woman. Because a lot of times you'll hear people say they have a problem with gay men. Well, does that mean he's going to put on a dress? And they're not necessarily connected. I think it's a lot of time men have issues with women like it's a misogyny and the idea of as a man that you want to be with another man is seen as feminine or even like a stud like a woman dressing as like a man that's a threat to their masculinity and that goes back to misogyny so it has a lot to do with their issues with women to me because i mean you see that from hip-hop like the, the, this the whole use of that the slur like it's an insult you're feminizing somebody and that goes back to misogyny and being and being a slur, but what about some of the images, like the RuPauls, the these flamboyant drag queens? Does that do a disservice if those are our only images? Does that uh, do a disservice, especially to black men? I used to take offense to a lot of because I felt like that's the only thing that we see. But I've come to realize that's a part of the culture. That's who they are. They have a right to exist just as much as everybody else does. The only issue I have is that's not all there is. So we need to see more than just that. And then once we see more than that, then it'll be less. But I, wanna, but I want to suggest that when we see men dressing like women, it's an act of protest. We were talking off air earlier uh, that, that when we see men dressing like women and we hear in the, in, in the gay community, they're calling each other sister and girlfriend and, and making all sorts. It's an act of protest because they're saying to the male, they're saying to the community, look, if you can't accept me for who I am, then you may be able to accept me if I look like a woman. And I'm just suggesting that. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, Vivian? No, I was just going to say, within the hip-hop community, um, with images such as RuPaul, that's what many people tend to identify gay males as, as someone who's flamboyant, outgoing, very loud and boisterous, Um, even though there are gay men who are very masculine. And I have gay friends that you would not even be able to tell because they're not RuPaul types. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, right. We didn't even talk about the whole undercover issue. Well, I, I wouldn't call them undercover. I think they're just men who, just who like Comfortable other, with themselves. Comfortable, very comfortable with who they are, and they don't have to be anyone else. Um, I think that's what hip-hop tends to be afraid of. Because you can be a man and be gay. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to look like RuPaul. So I think that's where, you know hip-hop is afraid to touch that subject and why they haven't been so accepting of it all right andrew uh one quick tweet one quick one we got one from juju she um juju says that they want he wants to expand on the point on teaching your kids hate let's talk about teaching not hate but gay hate is worse where's the moral compass on that all right and unfortunately we're out of time i want to apologize to everyone that was on hold on the phone lines and i want to thank our guests in studio antoine craigwell dbgm.org you can check out his documentary film you are not alone this wednesday at the schaumburg in harlem that's at 135th and lennox right across from from uh, 
Harlem Hospital there. So thank you very much, Antoine, for being with us. We appreciate it. Also with us, Michael Arsenault, Ebony.com writer. Chrissy Chrissy, you heard her joint earlier, Dream, off yeah, her Above All album. Chrissy Chrissy, straight out of Brooklyn. Thank yeah, you for man. being with us. No we problem. appreciate anytime, it. Anytime. Vivian Billings, you see her on the Gossip Game. She's here with her son, Caden. And thank you both for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And also, I want to let you know we are continuing to take emails at lisa at hot97.com for our guest co-host contest. You need to send me an email, lisa at hot97.com, telling me why you think you would be a good co-host on Street Soldiers, what topics you would like to talk to. Our whole team here is going to take a look at that email, and if you're selected, you will be... uh, kind of going through an audition on Google Plus Hangout. So we're going to be telling you more about that, but you need to send me an email, lisa at hot97.com. You need to follow me on Google Plus. You need to follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers and also Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And remember, check me out on the Fox 5 News at 5, 6, and 10. I want to thank my whole crew here at Hot 97. But before I do that, i got to shout out all of the teens that were at the Jeter's Leaders Conference yesterday at the West Side Y. An hour and a half. I had It was almost like a street soldiers with, with uh, all the teens that have been in the program. Every single one from our community going to college, which I was so excited to see. And big shout out to all of you and uh, we hope to see you know see you soon again so i want to thank my executive producer tone capone our associate producer angelique tyree production supervisor andrew varis um board up the one and only tj and like i said fox 5 news at 5 6 and 10 twitter instagram lisa evers live google plus have a great week everybody remember use your mind it's your best weapon i hope it's your only weapon i'm lisa evers push for peace Another Hot 97 exclusive money can buy. Hot 97 presents an in-studio series with me, Wale. Angie Martinez, myself, Wale, we're going to be doing it big. Celebrating the release of my album, The Gifted, that comes out June 25th. Tune in to Hot 97 Monday at 6 p.m. or hit up hot97.com to watch the live stream. Made hot by Atlantic Records. Have a good day. Next. Hi there. Uh, Two hot dogs, please. 